Welcome to Healthy Energy with Margo. In our show, we explore the various ways we can connect to our energy and shift our perspective to create change in our being and in life. Now, here's your host, Margo Nielsen. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Healthy Energy with Margo. It's another magical Monday. Thank you so much for joining me today, whether you are listening live or to the recording. My guest today is Alison Armstrong. Alison is an author, educator, and creator of widely acclaimed Understanding Men and Understanding Women transformational online series and asks the question, what if no one is misbehaving? including you. She explores the good reasons behind the behavior of men and women, such as fundamental differences in the ways we think, act, and communicate. She offers simple, partnership-based solutions to improve our communication and intimacy by honoring ourselves and others. She's known for her insight, her sense of humor, and ability to articulate the human experience and predicament of gender. So, Allison, welcome, and thank you so much for joining me today. I'm excited for our conversation. Yeah, I'm really glad to be with you. I first met you in 2006. Uh, I think I was in... um, Palm Springs, and you were speaking at uh, a weekend event, and I was just fascinated at what you had to share, and I went on to take the Celebrating Men, I think it was called in those days, and Understanding Women course, and I just thought you would be a great fit for today, and we're going to talk about Understanding Men and Understanding Women. Wow, I remember that event. That was a hoot. It was. It was awesome. And you were just, you're, you're funny. I love the way you share the information because it can be a bit tricky talking about men and women, but um, we're going to do our best to give what we can to the audience today. So can you share a little bit about you and what led you to really study men and women? Well, what led me to study men was frustration, frustration, heartbreak, heartbreak anger, um, fury, hurt, um, lostness, um, broken dreams, like, it, I've been through just about all of it, and, and then I was in a course, and my friend asked, why is it that men are great in the beginning? Why are they wonderful in the beginning, is what she said, and then they turned in a few weeks or a few months into sports-watching, pizza-eating, <laughs> <laughs> beer-belching, couch-slugs. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Yeah. So you studied them. She said that. She said that a lot more aggressively than I am recreating her right now. And um with a with a Texas accent and and bright red hair and bright pink lipstick and a whole attitude. And the the seminar leader liked it. He like I was watching him, right? And he was like like, oh, like, oh, goody, something to dig into. And um, and his response was uh, to call her a frog farmer. Which <laughs> frog farmer? A frog What's farmer, that? yes. <laughs> which he went on to explain that some women turn frogs into princes. And he said, you, my dear, turn princes into frogs. And oh. my life flashed before my eyes. <laughs> Literally <laughs> a, a, a white farmhouse with a wraparound porch and I was standing on the front stoop with rows and rows of frogs in front of me with little human heads and there was my (laughs) husband and all of my ex-boyfriends that lasted you know 10 days to two weeks 
which I prided myself on how quickly I revealed their con, you know, and um, and when he said that, it occurred to me that maybe instead of like revealing the con of who they really were before I fell for it, maybe I was actually bringing the worst out in them and assuming that that's who they really were. And that's when I decided, and I didn't commit, honestly, Margo. I I thought, given how shallow I thought men are, it would take two to three months to learn everything that was worth knowing about them. So (laughs) there was not a a dedication here, right? I just just wanted to know what was I doing that was bringing out the worst in them. Maybe I'd find out something to bring out the the best in them, and we could get on with it. And 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 then... How did that go for you? (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Well... That was uh, 1991. <laughs> wow. So 27 years later, I am their biggest fan. I'm in awe of who men are. I do everything I can to help them understand and honor and restore themselves from what it's like to live in a culture where they are wrong most of the time. And... And to help women get what they need and most long for from men, not through manipulation, not through ultimatums, not through, I don't know, sexual wiles and games and the things that we instinctively resort to. Like, how how can you get what you need from a man because he really wants you to have it? And there's a way to ask for it and to receive it that he's actually better off from the process instead of worse off. So I love doing that. And you asked about understanding women. I didn't mean to understand women because I wasn't frustrated with them. They hadn't (laughs) broken my heart. But as I was learning about men, which I started with the question, what if men are responding to women? When I'd see something about men that had been invisible before, I would you know, first I'd be astonished and amazed, and then I go, well, "Why didn't I see that before?" Right? And then I go, "Oh, because women do this. Women react like this. Women think like this." And so, by comparison, right, which the brain learns by the perception of a difference, that comparison that I was always doing, I started to unravel women and why women do what they do, and how why are we so changeable and and mysterious in many ways, even to ourselves. And and then that that led to the possibility of actually partnering, right? How can how can a testosterone-based organism and an estrogen-based <laughs> organism partner with each other and bring out the best in each other and be complementary to each other instead of absolutely antagonize each other at almost every turn? Very true. And, you know... <laughs> I remember coming home from the class and there was something that was said about seeing men as big hairy women who are constantly misbehaving. And I just, you know what, I had an experience with the guy and I thought, why on earth can't he do what I need him to do? And he was, he was being single focused. He had his business to focus on. And I thought, well, and he was busy was his comment to me. Mm-hmm. And I thought, well, what do you think I am? I'm busy too. And I had it done within 10 minutes, but I, I did think he was misbehaving in those days. So what do you mean by that? <laughs> what do you mean by misbehaving? What do I mean by misbehaving? Yeah. Well, um, what I saw, oh boy, how do I explain it? Okay. Because it's, it's a little bit different from women than men. 
Um, so what I observed over time was that women were having such trouble understanding men and interacting with men and and receiving what they needed to receive from men because they kept interacting with men like they were women. Mm-hmm. And when a man didn't respond the way a woman would, then her reaction was like that he was a jerk, that he was that he was a, a bad man, right? Mm-hmm. Or or that he wasn't doing what he was supposed to do because he didn't care about her enough to do what he was supposed to do. And so this idea, right, that a, a man is really a hairy, misbehaving woman. <laughs> and can I give you an example? Sure, please do. Um, so one of the things that we that we saw was the difference in the way that someone in what we would call hunting mode, right, which women can also be in hunting mode, but it's a, a state of commitment and focus and result-oriented or destination-oriented, very intentional behavior that actually causes the brain, um, which the, our brains are always filtering, there's just way too much coming in, but it causes the brain to filter for whatever it considers irrelevant to what's committed to. And that how someone in that state of mind shows that they value something is by taking it and using it. That's, that's just the natural response. It, anything they value, they take and use. Anything they don't value, they just leave it there. They don't use it. So, for example, lunch. You make a hunter lunch. <laughs> you know he values it because he ate it. Mm-hmm. Right? He's not going to eat it so you don't feel bad about him not eating it. Right? He's going to mm-hmm. eat it because he can use it. Right? And it's worth eating. Um, someone in what we call gathering mode, which is a, a state of openness and options and possibility and, and connections and a maintaining of connections, which is instinctively hugely important, um, how you can tell that they appreciate something, that they value something, is by being reciprocal. And, mm. yeah, and, and women, for the most part, are more in this state than men, but not always. And there's this, um, the precision of the reciprocity is astonishing. Like, if I invite you over to lunch and you really appreciate it, then the way I would expect that you would show it is then you would invite me over to lunch or maybe over to dinner or over to breakfast. But I prepare a meal for you in my home. You're going to prepare a meal for me in your home. If you, you know, I invite you over for lunch and then you take me out to lunch, mm. (laughs) (laughs) Not quite as good. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. And, And so this is one of the things that gets in the way of what you could call modeling, right? So a lot of the way that, ways that women try to get what they need from men is by providing for the man what they want the man to provide for them. That and they think sense. he'll catch on. They think... They think he'll just get it. Yeah, like, like we, you know this, Margo, from doing the course, we teach women how to listen to men and not interrupt them. So they think if they listen to a man for half an hour without interruption, okay, now it's my turn. 
<laughs> right? But, yep. but he he doesn't operate in that paradigm. So how he shows that he appreciated being listened to is like, wow, that was awesome. I'm going to go get that done now. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. What about me? <laughs> exactly. And so he takes whatever was provided in that way of listening, and he goes and uses it to produce a result. And, and so this is a part of the frustration of women who, who they're like, gosh, I give and give and give and give and give to men, and they don't give back. Well, of course they don't. <laughs> they just keep That's... taking from me. Well, of course they do. They're supposed to. That's how it works. What? So that's what I mean by what if they're not misbehaving? What if? It's congruent with a completely different operating system that has its own integrity. It has its own honor in it. It has its own good good motivation, right? There's a good reason. It's fascinating just, just reviewing this with you and hearing it. We're going to go to a break, and when we come back, let's hear more about men, <laughs> how we can be with them and honor who they are. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Are you tired of the healthcare system only treating your symptoms and never addressing the root cause? Discover how integrative medicine can resolve health issues through dietary and lifestyle changes and the use of natural supplements. Increase your energy, memory, mood, immune system, sexuality, and more. Join Dr. Sunil Pai and Maureen Sutton to help you take back your health with natural, evidence-based solutions. Tune in every Monday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Health & Wellness Channel. What causes us to be sick? We're not talking about the actual illness or the scientific cause of illnesses. We're talking about your body and health. Listen for the healing whisper of Return to Peace. Each week, host Dr. Marianne Chase shows you how to listen to your heart to identify poor health, stress, and disease. You'll learn how to heal energetically and spiritually, as well as physically. It's time to depend less on the drugs and more on the heart. The Healing Whisper airs live every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific, on Voice America Health & Wellness. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You are listening to Healthy Energy with Margot. We'd love to connect with you on the program today. Call us at 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. Or send an email to healthyenergy at shaw.ca. Now, back to Healthy Energy with Margot. Here again is Margot Nielsen. 
Welcome back to Healthy Energy with Margo. I'm here with Alison Armstrong and we're learning about men and women. So Alison, tell us a little bit more about how men are and how as women we can better understand them and maybe get, you know, just have a better relationship with them. Um, yeah, I'd love to. I just have to insert a little caveat, Margo, and that is we had to change the way that we especially teach women how to understand women and men how to understand women because it used to be for a very long time that most women spent most of their time more recognizably in that thing that I called gathering mode, right, where they had diffuse awareness, which is an amazing way to think that allows you to keep track of a lot of things at the same time, which if you apply it to the survival of human beings, it makes perfect sense, right? How do you be out in a meadow and keep track of your children and collect everything that might possibly be useful and get it back to the cave, right, before (laughs) a critter gets you? You'd want to have a kind of awareness that could take in an awful lot at one time. And on the other hand, if you're hunting, you really want to screen out everything that is irrelevant to what it is that you're pursuing, right? So noticing the the flowers is, is not conducive to catching a deer. And we used to be able to talk about men and women in this way, like men are single-focused and women are diffuse awareness. And then we, we had to actually wake up and go, this isn't... This isn't true most of the time. Um, most men spend most of their time in hunting mode, but they do experience that other state of awareness and openness. Um, mostly when they're at play, right? They have, they're not committed to anything. They're literally just hanging out and they're open. Um, or as they get older, which um, their brains reconfigure because of their hormone levels. And then women, most women spend most of the time in hunting mode, very committed and focused and getting things done and generating and solving problems and, you know, could you please get to the point? And <laughs> yes. So <laughs> I'm like that. Could you just get to the point? <laughs> could you just, just cut to the chase and get to the point? And it's... um it has its own value, right? I mean, women are producing extraordinary results in, you know, there's, like, there's no career field that really, you know, can just absolutely exclude them anymore because we put our minds to it, we figure out how to do it. I mean, I know a lot of women who are incredible bodybuilders are so physically strong. Um, but you know, whether we're owning businesses, running businesses, right? We're, there's so much that women are accomplishing through this ability to commit and focus, and it's having tremendous consequences in our relationships with men because as much as a man may admire and does admire a woman's competency, a woman's intellect, a woman's problem-solving abilities, like, I mean, they think we're amazing. And as much as they admire that, it's 
not what they need in a romantic relationship. It's, it's not what they're looking for at the end of their long, hard day. They want a softer landing, right? They don't want to be duking it out and butting heads, right, over who's got the best solution to loading the dishwasher. <laughs> there's, there's a, yeah, and so there's a, a receptivity that that openness has, right? That ability to hold someone else in your consciousness and create that connection and be responsive and playful with each other that's tremendously nurturing. You could call it tank filling. It, it refills men to go back and knock heads again the next day. And, um, and unfortunately, because men have seriously between 15 and 30 times more testosterone than women, which is the fuel of commitment, um, of focus, our, our being in hunting mode so much of the time, we're, we're physically overtaxed. We're not built for it. And, um, and a lot of women would just like to argue with me about it. Like, that's just not fair, and we can do it. Yeah, we can do it. We, we actually can do it. <laughs> but at what expense, to some degree, yeah. right, to your own being and to your relationship? Yeah, I mean, there's a, there's a physical cost um, that I could spend a long time on. There's, there's actually an emotional cost. Like, when we literally were gatherers out in a meadow, um, what it took to, you know, pick the berries and pull off the seed heads and collect the herbs, those um, motions, those rhythmic hand motions actually build the hormone oxytocin, and which is the bonding hormone, which is the, the desire to care and tend for other people and it being an, like a loving expression instead of something, you know, taxing. And so even the ability to have orgasms, for example, to not dread sex and to have orgasms, that's all comes from oxytocin. And our lifestyles don't promote our own biological well-being. And, and then half our testosterone comes from our adrenal glands. And I'm just going to stop myself. I'll call time on myself. I could keep going. <laughs> But it, the, the thing is that the, the physical effects then have an emotional effect, they have a mental effect, um, and we can't, we have, a, we have much less tolerance for people to just be who they are. We take more things personally. We get our feelings hurt, um, feel undermined, disrespected, and we don't know that that's part of the consequence of of the whole. It just seems like, you know, he's a jerk and he ought to know better. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> so what can we do? What can, how can we change that up within ourselves to maybe better take care of ourselves or switch it up so that we can be that softer landing for them? Mm. Well, we can uh, take a page out of their book, um, which uh, we call transition time. You may remember learning this. Mm-hmm. Um, that when you're in a state of commitment, you, there's actually a, a you need a kind of a route. You need a process, maybe a ritual. 
to be able to release what you are committed to and have been being committed to maybe for hours or days and shift your attention either to the next thing that you're committed to or as women really can do amazingly if you are paying attention, can shift from being focused to being open, being being playful, being receptive. And um, and if women are working a lot, then creating a ritual like men do without often without even knowing they're doing it, um, that's like a slide, like a slide from the focused to the receptive, um, the generative to the receptive, the, you know, committed and more narrow-minded to the open and connected. Um, I mean, I'm always telling women who are dating, never go straight from work to a date. Just don't. A hunter's going to show up on a date. <laughs> <laughs> so you want to switch it up. Yeah. So So whether it's, you know, changing your loafers into your pumps, or your, you know, sensible undergarments into something that reminds you you're a girl, or um, sitting in your car for a while and listening to some music that totally mellows you out or gets you laughing and singing and giggling and playful, what, whatever way of being you really want to bring to that interaction, that you can cause it. You can cause yourself to be that person if you just take the time for the shift. Well, I'm bringing awareness to that's what you could choose to do to get a different result, right? Well, it's actually extraordinary, Margo. We have a, men and women both have a hormone called aromatase, and it converts testosterone to estrogen. And this is a double-edged sword because if a woman decides, like just decides, okay, all right, day's over, I'm going to... I'm going to be a girl again, I'm going to stop hunting, I'm going to just, like, open up, soften up, not have to have, you know, a get-her-done mentality. Okay, take a few breaths. Aromatase will actually convert testosterone in your body into estrogen. At biological level, change you just by mentally deciding to do that. The other side of the sword, however, yeah, it's super cool. The other side (laughs) of the sword, however, is that it'll do the same thing to men. So if a man has built testosterone, like which resting does that, and so he's had a really good night's sleep, he's built up his testosterone, he wakes up in the morning, and he's like raring to go, right? He wants to jump up and get out of bed and get some things done. And she's like, oh, honey, but I was hoping you'd just listen to me for a while. (laughs) Which to him does not produce a result. Right, because the way she worded it, it's like putting him in a verbal cage. Now he's locked up, and and he will get really fidgety, antsy, frustrated. (laughs) She'll end up really mad and hurt it, hurt by him. But he can feel himself being biologically emasculated. He can feel himself weakening as the aromatase is turning the testosterone into estrogen. That's fascinating. Who knew, hey? Who knew? Who knew? It's crazy. So for them, we we need to be aware that that's what's happening. Like, I think, you know, and, and if they knew and said to now's not a good time, like, how would you handle that situation if, you know, 
you're the man, I'm the woman, and I say to you, oh, but I really want to talk, and you're raring to go, how, mm-hmm. how, do, you, <laughs> how do you do that? <laughs> well, it's actually how you frame it. Um, I teach men, if a woman <laughs> ever tells you to just, just listen, say, I don't, I'm not built for that. <laughs> just refi- refuse okay. to just listen. Um, and, you know, I don't just listen, but if you have a problem I can help you with, I, you can tell me about it. Or um, if you're overwhelmed by something, I can hold the trash and you can barf it out. <laughs> um, so I'm always teaching men to do their, their part of defending themselves from this. Um, and then for women, it, it really is how you shape it. Like, okay, I understand you're raring to go, and I need help desperately. Could could you just, like, let me tell you everything I'm thinking about this problem I have to solve today? And and just, if you just could hear me say it, and then give me your best shot, what, what you think I should do, I'll be good. I'll be good. I'll have a 100% better day. Could you do that? So it's and all in how we say it to them and how they how say, you it, say to it. Us. Can you help me? Can you save me? Can you rescue me? Ah, can you so. can you solve can you solve the problem of me wanting to tear my hair out? Like it needs to if it's framed in what he is built to do, which is to produce results and solve problems and protect people from horrible circumstances and provide information and good advice, right? If it fits into his purview, then he can do it, and it may look like he's just listening. It may feel like he's just listening to you, like you're getting the being heard out the way that you need, but over there, he's not being emasculated. His testosterone's being spent instead of being converted. That's awesome. We're going to go to a break, and when we come back, you're going to tell us some more about this. It's exciting to know. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Have you stopped to think seriously about hypnosis? Hypnosis can set you on your way to better health, can free you from anxiety, phobias, and so much more. Join host Inez Simpson for Hypnosis Everywhere, Inez Simpson and the Simpson Protocol. This show is for anyone from the experienced hypnotist practitioner to the merely curious. Inez Simpson offers tools and insights from the whole world of hypnosis with guests and open discussions. Hypnosis Everywhere, The Simpson Protocol, airs live every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time, on Voice America Health & Wellness. Today's woman faces a stressful world when it comes to staying healthy. We are bombarded by media messages with contradicting ideas about fitness and nutrition. We need to keep our diet, relationships, and stress in check. It's time to get the right message and have the most fun. Join hosts Andrea Beeman, Lisa Lutan, and Michelle Fenighaus. For Healthy View Radio, it's health and happiness in one show every Thursday at noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Health and Wellness. 
The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to Healthy Energy with Margot. We'd love to connect with you on the program today. Call us at 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. Or send an email to healthyenergy at shaw.ca. Now, back to Healthy Energy with Margot. Here again is Margot Nielsen. Welcome back to Healthy Energy with Margot. I'm here with Allison, and we're learning some clues to talk to men and for men to be able to say what they need from women. So carry on, Allison. I'm just, I'm just so grateful that you're here today and sharing with us. Yeah, so, we can give the other side of it. Um, yes, please. Something, I apologize, my my dog is barking up a storm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> my own protector. And, exactly. Uh, for women, one of the things that helps, and uh, it's probably one of the most favorite things that, that men and women have learned from us, is uh, what we call holding the trash. And... When we can understand that estrogen creates this configuration in our brains that um, naturally has us be more open, right, this gathers diffuse awareness, the amount of input that we have um, can become overwhelming. And the way that I try to have men understand it is imagine that you have a shopping cart and you're pushing it down the middle of the aisle in the grocery store and if you just happen to notice something out of your peripheral vision, it jumps into your basket. (laughs) 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 Yeah, like can, can you just imagine that? That just anything you happen to notice, boom, it's in your basket. You You have to take it home. And you don't get to decide. You don't get to choose. Yeah, I want that. I want to pay for that. And that's a lot what it's like to be a woman in a gathering mode, which has a lot to do with this estrogen. And so from puberty until late 30s, um, a woman is likely to be in this state much of the time. And what can happen is that she literally gets full, like the the feeling of her body is that it's stuffed 
with everything that she has perceived, which can include other people's mental states, um, their physical states, their emotions, um, their their problems, their cares, their frustrations, their worries. Everything is in her basket, and she's so full that she can't be compassionate for the people that she would most like to provide that for. She can't listen. She can't care for them. She's just, she's drowning. She's drowning in everything that she has become aware of. And one of the things that it does is it gets in the way of her ability to be intimate. Um, it's She can't stop thinking about all that stuff that jumped in her basket that day. And this is where you can have a really cool kind of partnership that turns out very well for a couple, where if a woman can say to her partner, you know, I'm really stuffed, could you please just hold the trash and let me empty my basket? And then I'd have space. I'd have space to be with you. And if she asks for that, then she often needs to say, you don't have to remember anything. <laughs> there, and there is no point. <laughs> there is no point, and you don't have to remember any of it, and there won't be a test. Just please hold the trash for me and let me get this all out of me. And we've, we've seen and heard from men, uh, you know, again and again and again, that how excited they are about holding the trash because it gives them a job, right? They have a job. Hold the trash, hold the trash, hold the trash. They're very focused. And, and we teach them that when she pauses to wait a beat, just wait. If she doesn't start up again, say, anything else? <laughs> <laughs> yes, you're responding the way women respond. That sounds like love. Anything else, right? Or, yes, or, exactly. Or, right, or what else, honey? You, you, say, you say, what else, honey? It's like, oh, my gosh, you love me, and you think I'm the most fascinating person on earth. <laughs> 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 right? And... And, oh, and then this happened, and, and that happened, and then I, oh, and I saw the prettiest thing, and it was so beautiful, and, oh, but then that made me think that we should do this, and, oh, blah, 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 right? Anything else, anything else? And we actually do get to the end. We, we get to a point where we're like, oh, oh, thank you so much. And, and now we're available, right? And, and if our partner's been there, you know, anything else, what else? Anything else in there? Okay, you're doing good. Keep it coming. Honestly, that's foreplay. She's, she's getting to talk it out. She's making space internally, right? Um, she's probably doing something like wringing her hands at the same time and unwittingly, you know, rhythmically maybe rubbing her own thighs as she's talking and she's ending up creating oxytocin, which increases her ability to have orgasms and... Honestly, it just really turns out well. Well, I remember walking. This is with a woman, though, but a friend of mine, we used to walk the dogs, and we would walk, and we would be back and forth, da-da-da-da-da, back and forth, you know, A to Z and everything covered in between, and all of a sudden it was quiet. And it was. that I remember <laughs> thinking, we've just emptied out, and then you can go home. Now yeah. you're good again. Yeah. Um, but having a man do that and anything else, it's like you are truly interested in that woman and what she has to say. And knowing, I remember doing that with my husband and just, you don't have to say anything. Just let me 
let it out of me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So that that, and then if we wanted to do something also to help, um, women are mystified by how to get information from men. It seems like um, they're withholding it, or women will often complain. You know, getting information from my husband or my boyfriend's like pulling teeth, um, and they don't know that it's just part of being a warrior and that a warrior's relationship to information is one of concealment, that you're, you're going to conceal anything that could be used against you and conceal, you know, even your strengths so they're not foiled and conceal your attachments and conceal your plans. And to not communicate is, is normal. It's completely normal. It does not take an uh, act of will on a man to not say, to not tell. It's the default, right? <laughs> yes. And, um, and so if a woman needs information from a man, the, go- the good thing is that she actually can create the conditions that would have him provide information. But it all depends on how she's listening. And one of the things that's hardest for women to listen to is men's opinions. And mostly because the normal way to listen to someone is, do I agree with them or disagree with them? Are you remembering this from the first course? This is an yes. understanding men course, right? So we naturally listen for agree and disagree. And if we agree, we get all excited and we interrupt them to tell them that we agree. Right? Because we think we're going to have this incredible moment of connection because we agree. And they look at me, they look at me, they look at at, at women when we do that, and they're like, "Uh, of course you agree, I'm right. And why are you interrupting me to tell me something (laughs) so lame? (laughs) So even when we agree, there's no, you know, romantic moment of connection. And then when we disagree, we just want them to stop talking. I call it the opinion cliff. It feels like we're getting pushed off a cliff. The distance being created when they keep talking about something we disagree with is it's physically painful. And um, and that's from the normal way of listening. And so, you know, what we encourage women to do is to listen to learn, right? That hidden in that opinion, like a, like a secret treasure, is actually what's important to him, his the values that he won't come right out and say, you know, this is what I care about the most. This is what I think is the most important. This is the basis of every decision I make in my life. And these are the things that when I don't live up to them, I feel like I've betrayed myself and I'm deeply ashamed. <laughs> but he doesn't come out and say that. But if you listen to him say what he thinks about fill in the blank, right, it's hidden. It's hidden in there. The values are in there because it's one of the two ingredients of an opinion. And if you listen to learn, like, so what matters to this person? What do they care about? What's important to them? Then you can find the treasure and actually see who is the human being in front of you. And all of a sudden things start making sense. Oh, that's why he does this. That's why he hates that. That's why he takes time. That's why he spends money on that even when he doesn't have plenty. Oh, and all of a sudden you have so much information, and and it was there all along. So we need to listen to learn about mm-hmm. our men, 
Mm-hmm. And, and oh, I just lost my train of thought there. Sorry. <laughs> I'm listening okay. to men. <laughs> well, you might have been thinking about the next part that you learned, which we call waiting for the well, which is when he pauses, do not jump on that. That is yes. not a taxi stopping to let you in. <laughs> when he pauses, we, we encourage women to count to 30 because he might be going back to the well for another bucket. And it could even be more precious. It could be deeper. It could be, oh, my gosh. It could be way down in there where his emotions are that we're dying to hear about, but we don't get to because we never wait long enough. It's, it's, it's an important part, I think, is just to stop and listen mm-hmm. and let somebody complete their thought in anything, both men and women. We do tend to jump in a lot. Oh, I know about that. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we're going to go to a break, and when we come back, we're going to hear a little bit more about how if people want to be taking more, learning more with you, how they can do that. So come on back. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Addiction can affect our relationships, our families, our home, and work lives. But most importantly, ourselves. The recovery process can do wonders in the lives of people suffering from active addiction and also for those that love them. It's not just 12-step programs, but so much more. It's learning how to live life on life's terms. If you can relate to these issues or love someone who does, start with yourself. Start by tuning in to Miracles in Recovery with host Ray Lynch, Mondays at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Hope is in your corner. Sometimes it just seems that nobody understands. There's one individual who can help. If you're living with somebody who faces challenges such as autism, Asperger's, or other exceptional needs, you'll want to tune into Solutions and Strategies with Dr. Sean. Living the Challenge. Together, we'll uncover a variety of solutions to the challenges faced by individuals, their families, and teachers. Listen live every Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern on Voice America Health & Wellness. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Listening to Healthy Energy with Margot. We'd love to connect with you on the program today. Call us at 1 866 472 5792. That's 1 866 472 5792. Or send an email to healthyenergy at shaw.ca. Now, back to Healthy Energy with Margot. Here again is Margot Nielsen. Welcome back to Healthy Energy with Margot. Allison, you have been sharing some fascinating information on men, on women, how men can talk to women, how women can talk to men. If they wanted to know more, the listeners out there, how can they find you, what your classes are? Hmm. Well, <laughs> the place to go is understandmen.com. 
I'm thrilled about, it's been a year now, since we put all our courses about men and women online in this multimedia format that I'm so proud of, of I could burst my britches. And, <laughs> oh, I'm so proud of it. I wanted it to be as good as our live workshops. And it's honestly much better. If That's only for awesome. the reason, yeah, if only for the reason, if at any time in, in this conversation, if someone wished they could push pause, right? If they could just go, yes. pause, rewind, wait, I need to hear that again. The ability to do that and to get to do that with, um, like, an understanding man, there's 15 hours of video that they can can watch you know, as I'm imitating men, right, and imitating women and expressing all these things about how they think and feel and process information and are motivated. Um, so it's awesome. And, and it goes on into the Understanding Women course and Understanding Men, Sex and Intimacy and Men, Love and Commitment. And then we have our whole course, Being an Extraordinary Woman, which is all about hooking up the person you want to be to... Therefore, how much sleep allows me to be that person, how much exercise allows me to be that person, how much alone time, how much, <laughs> I was going to say how much time on my tractor. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Your tractor? <laughs> I, yes, I have, I have a tractor. Have oh, a do tractor. you? <laughs> yes, I do. And my, my tractor is my, my therapy, my meditation, my my defrag, it's extraordinary. And I'm surprised I went this long without mentioning my tractor. <laughs> I can just picture you on a tractor, but I can get totally where you're coming from. You know, you're out in nature and you're just by yourself and mm-hmm. processing things and, you know, letting go of things. So uh, mm-hmm. that's very cool. Yeah. And your programs are awesome. Thank I went online, you. I was just checking them out. <laughs> And I went through my notes from before and thought, yes, you know, online is is quite a a great way to go because you can go back. You know, you're in a class and you hear it and you come home and then what was that again? Yeah. I'm I'm also really proud because um, people are doing the course all over the world and they're supporting each other in the private Facebook group. Um, And I really mean all over the world, like Cambodia. Right, Australia, Cambodia, Brazil, and and we have you know we have a a thirty day challenge for less than two hundred dollars. Someone can do the course that they used to have to pay over eight hundred dollars for. And new technology. That's awesome technology. You gotta love it, and you you know sometimes it can be frustrating at the same time. But to have <laughs> all of those courses online and all of your research, I'm sure yeah, she would be a proud proud mama of all of that. So, and it will, it will, you know, I, for me taking the class and, you know, you, you know, like anything, you use it for a while, you stop, you use it, you, you know, so it, it's a good reminder to go back and really pay attention to what we've learned, bring the awareness to ourself of some of the things that we've talked about today, you know, listening to learn with our men in that way, being able to say to them, I just to get rid of the trash, let it out of me. Mm. And, you know, for them, just to let them be them in a little bit more of a way is, is to really bring that awareness to our own being and our and our relationships. Would you agree? I, I would. I would. I like how you said that. And 
since what you're working on here is healthy energy. Um, <laughs> all that antagonism and frustration and hurt feelings and disrespect that's sometimes intentional and a lot accidental. Not not good energy. <laughs> no, it doesn't no. it doesn't create no. what we're looking for really. No. And sometimes yeah. we create from that space as opposed to, okay, what is it? And then stop, be us, take a deep breath, whatever it is, drive our tractor, <laughs> go for a walk outside, be in nature to come back to us to bring the better of who we be to a relationship. Yeah, I call it the upward spiral. Instead of down into the toilet. What's the what's the stairway to heaven? Yes. Well, we need to feed our souls. I know for me, I've gone back to doing meditation and exercise. And, you know, I spend the first hour of some days, not all days, just depending on when I have clients doing that for me. And it just it makes a big difference, I think, to fill my tank, so to speak. Yay. Yay. So all you people out there, fill your tank. <laughs> And, and and go back and have a listen to this. I'm sure you'll have many insights of maybe things that you can do for yourself, how you can be in your relationship. And if you want to know more, you can go to www.understandmen.com where Allison does have an amazing amount of programs and things that will really help you understand you and your man. So, Allison, thank you so much for joining me today, taking time out of your busy schedule. I just love your insight into men and women and just really appreciate you being here today. You're welcome. It's great to be with you. Thanks for what you do. Thank you. And if anyone would like to connect with me, you can do so at healthyenergyatshaw.ca or 778-828-8005. And next week, I will be joined by, again, it's going to be a surprise. So you'll have to come on in and and, uh, listen to see what that might be. Have yourself a magical week and do something kind for yourself. Thank you for listening. Be sure to join your host, Margot Nielsen, for another edition of Healthy Energy with Margot. We're live every Monday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time and 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. What positive energy can you attract in the coming week? 